1: I guarantee you, you're gonna to want to listen to this show because we've got a great couple of guests and a great co-host all here to talk to you. James Arthur and Bursa Ray are here, and we're gonna to talk to them. They were on the show on Kixie uh, on Friday, and we're gonna continue the conversation today. Um, Mitch uh, Parfit is uh, my co-host for today. Hey, hey, Mitch, how you doing?
2: Hey, Kevin, you know, I'm doing great. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing good, too. Thank you very much. It's nice to have you back.
2: Hey, glad to be back.
0: <laughs> and Eric is here. Eric
1: is rolling his eyes at us, as always.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not not rolling my eyes, but I do see that... Uh, Behind you, it looks like you've got a little doll that's like popping through your skyline. Oh, I noticed is, that too. I was curious. I had questions about a, this. Like a, a flying monkey or something. I don't know. But uh, no, it's very, a, it's a uh, little, visually it's, interesting today.
1: It's a, it's my little alter ego buddy. He's on my shoulder. Oh, that's
0: right. Yes, yes. The the felted Kevin.
1: Yeah, the felted uh, one that uh, that uh, Amber made for me, and uh, right. and so I, I he's flying now, above the
0: skyline there
1: he's above the skyline he's he's on my shoulder he's my the angel on my shoulder if you will very good so if you're if you're watching this on youtube or facebook or facebook or youtube or any of the other places that's that's what's going on behind me is my <laughs> my little friend he's so, in any event so eric thank you for doing this anything in traffic or or uh, weather that we need to be aware
0: of well, it looks like we've got a uh, a nice Labor Day weekend ahead for us, um, after cooling off just a little bit this week. So, looks like a, a beautiful weekend for fun and frivolity. So, hope you and all our listeners uh, out there enjoy themselves.
1: I'm always up for fun and frivolity. Not like Mitch, of course. He's 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 young, so he gets to have lots of that. Um, but in, yeah. Any event, Mitch. Welcome to the show. How are you today?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a uh, I'm excited for the
1: day. It's well, be but a great you, show. you're the you're the Wednesday dude, man. So you're gonna you get to be here on Wednesdays, and and I want to introduce our guests today, who are James Arthur Ray, and you will know him from The Secret, from Oprah, from. Larry King Live, uh, he's got a video on Netflix, um, CBS, he's been on CNN, produced that particular video, and it is entitled um, "Enlightened Enlighten Us, and it's a story of his life, which has been at times kind of complicated so let's go ahead and bring them on right now and and james arthur and bursa beret how are you guys today
3: hey kevin hey mitch hey um, guys we're doing great it's good doing to be here well.
1: <laughs> i know you do a lot of podcasts and you do a lot of shows as well you should because you're just a guy that everybody wants to talk to but uh we we talked a great deal about the past um, and some of the issues that happened in the 2000s and the odds and in that time frame. And so, if you want to review that, you can go back to the YouTube channel Positive Talk Radio or PositiveTalkRadio.net, and you can catch that portion of the program. This time, I want to talk about the future and what it holds not only for James and Bersava, but what it holds for all of us, because I think it's it's really important and the work that you're doing now which is different than the work that you did before. Am I am I making sense of in any of that? You're making total sense.
3: Um it's it's not completely con- it's not contrary, but it's much mm-hmm. more expanded and I I believe much deeper and broader and it's, and I I have a depth of understanding and awareness that that I didn't have before quite frankly, going through hell. And, and the reality is that if you're going to get to heaven, the path to heaven meanders through hell, quite frankly. And, and those are the things that we resist. Those are the things that we don't like, and yet not liking them doesn't change the fact that we grow the most in the crucible challenge. We, we don't grow the most when we're, smelling the roses and, and tasting the fine wine, as much as Mitch probably does. You alluded to the fact that he does a lot of that on Labor Day weekend. But nonetheless, um, that's not when we grow. We don't learn the most, we don't grow the most, we don't learn who we are. We, we grow the most, learn the most, learn who we are when we're facing difficulties. And to the degree we can understand that and embrace it, then we we accelerate that learning growth and self-awareness to the degree we try to avoid it and resist it, then we just really magnify it and, and make it magnify the difficulty, if you will, and, and make it much more difficult than it has
1: to be. You know, I don't know anybody that can honestly say my life has been cupcakes and roses my whole time, and I've never had any challenges. And well, I don't know, Mitch is here. Maybe I should ask Mitch, Mitch, have you ever had any challenges in your life? I mean, come on, really be honest.
2: No. Yeah. I've had, I've had a lot of challenges, um, you know, and and I'm very appreciative of them because I feel like when you have those challenges, whether it's failures or things happening in life, I mean, my my dad passed away almost 10 years ago and there's a number of different things that happen. And I think what you do with those different situations and the things that are happening to you really kind of define who you are, you know, your future, where you're going to go. And you can go down a dark path. You can go, you know, really out there, or you can really hone it in and try to learn from it and grow from it. And that's always kind of been what I've, what I've been about, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not all butterflies and rainbows. At least it wasn't for myself. So.
1: And sometimes it takes somebody outside of yourself who can help you to get through them because sometimes they can be very dark. And uh, James and Percival are two people that are able to do that. And I'm, I'm really glad, James, that you are, because you've, you've stood in front of, dare I say it, a million people in, in, in your career. You've got six bestselling books, including the last one, which is Harmonic Wealth. You've, you've been on all kinds of talk shows. And you have the distinction of having Oprah invite you back. Um, which isn't really normal for and, and not bringing everybody with you, but she wanted you just to come back because of something that you said, uh, and it bears repeating. What is it that you said that, that she had never heard before? Oh, that
3: line we talked about last time. Um, I said that true forgiving Mm -hmm. is the ability to say, thank you for giving me that experience because the reality is going back to challenges and difficulties and you're not you haven't you haven't forgiven them unless you end up in gratitude all true forgiveness comes to a point of gratitude where you go and and now i would say this about my life and and the crash and burn and the tsunami that i went through in 2009 10 11 12 Um, 13, um, (laughs) I don't want to do it again. I don't get me wrong. I do not want to do it again. Uh, and I'm truly grateful for it because I learned a lot. I grew a lot. I expanded a lot. And when I said that on Oprah, she, she put on a, a comic a, a comic face and, and, and an accent that was not hers, something very Southern. And she said, well, I'll be, I've been here since dirt and I've never heard anyone say that. So <laughs> you need to say that again. And and so I was happy to do that. But true forgiving is the ability to say, thank you for giving me yeah. that experience. And, you know, that's our objective for the people that Bersama and I work with now is is you get to a place where you look at the difficulties that you've had you look at the traumas that you've been confronted with you uncover the unresolved emotional issues and you you learn from them and you grow from them and you reintegrate them and then you're grateful that you went through them because you can see the perfection in the whole process even though it was really difficult to see that at the time yeah
1: and sometimes it takes a few weeks or a few months or a few years for you to really appreciate how those impacted you and how much better you're off because of them. Would that be right?
4: For
1: sure.
4: Go ahead. I said for sure. <laughs> There's still things I'm waiting to be super grateful for.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we work. We work with each other all the time. You know, she's yeah. my go-to. Um, For my my healing and integration, and and she comes to me, and and we're fortunate. um, We've done a lot of work. The last 10 years have have really been, you know, it's interesting because we moved from from Los Angeles to uh, Nevada into the desert. And if you look at the ancient traditions, everyone traditionally either went to the mountaintop or to the desert for a transformation. The Christ went into the desert for for 40 days and 40 nights and and the Israelites went into the desert for God bless them 40 years. And and so nonetheless the desert has this mystique about it about being a place to heal and really come back to center and that's that's been the thrust of our work literally for the last decade. It's not that we haven't been doing other things, but our primary objective has been to to heal and integrate ourselves because as we spoke in the last time we were together, both of us have been through some some serious difficulties and and, mm-hmm. and trauma. And and so we've had to integrate those and learn from those. And and it's been it's been quite a journey. It really is. And it allows us now to help others do the same thing.
1: Now I've heard this term a lot, and I'm not even sure that I know what it means. So perhaps you guys can explain to me what does alchemy mean? You want to take that one?
4: It's the art and science all that you do. Yeah, go ahead. No, go. Ahead. You were... no, he does it so well, huh. I can't take that. It,
3: it's the art and science of transmutation, and and you know, there's a whole lot of different categories of work. So there's, if if I may, there's motivation, which we hear a lot about. And it just, it really used to grind my chain when the I'd be on immediate outlets and they'd go, here's the motivational speaker, James. No, 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 I'm not a <laughs> motivational speaker. Uh, because motivation comes from outside. And and you know, I need to get motivated. Well, okay, you can get motivated. And there's a whole lot of people in personal development that can get you motivated. And oh, I'm so excited. This feels so good. It's like a party, it's like a rock concert. And then pretty soon, three days later, it's, oh, I'm back to life again. Um, it doesn't last. It's like a U two concert. You know, Bearsman and I went to one a couple of years ago and it was great. Yeah. Three days later, it's over. Um, and and so that's motivation. Then there's there's inspiration. Inspiration doesn't come from outside, it comes from inside and And so that's a level up, if you will, mm. from from motivation, because you're not looking for an outside source to give it to you. You're looking inside for it to come from you. It's still you're still not there yet, though, because inspiration. Can also be short-lived. How many times have all of us gotten inspired? I'm going to do something. I'm going to really change my life. You know, I'm I'm going to lose 30 pounds and I'm going to work out. And, you know, you go to the gym. We talk about this every year. And by about end of February, first of March, first January, it's packed. You know, and all the regulars are going, just be patient. it's going to pass it's going to pass and and it does and by you know the inspiration's gone by the end of february first of march there's even research on that but it's better than motivation because it's coming from inside then there's then there's transformation which we hear a lot about too transformation takes work Mm -hmm. so it's not just a feeling it takes some work but you're not really there yet. And this is all under alchemy, by the way, just to remind (laughs) the viewer, Um, because transformation is a step up from, from inspiration, certainly motivation, but you can, you can go out into your living room right now and you can go, I'm going to transform this living room and you can move all the furniture around and put it in different places. Mm -hmm. And, and you can, literally transform your living room, but it's still the same living room. You just moved around the same old stuff. Now it took some work, but it's like the snake shedding its skin. It took some work. The snake sheds its skin, but it's still the same snake. Okay. That's transformation. Then there's transmutation and that's the highest level. And that's what alchemy is all about. Transmutation is the, caterpillar crawling into the cocoon and it never re-emerges what emerges is something entirely new entirely transmuted into this gorgeous butterfly and so if you follow the analogies that's really what alchemy is all about you know we've been if you go back historically there was a lot of a lot of effort to suppress alchemy by traditional religious systems Um, and so consequently there was a lot of fronts put up and a lot of blocks put up and and people thought okay it's these crazy guys thinking they can turn base metal into gold well that was a metaphor it's not literal because the base metal of something of low value is inside of you that's base metal of lead inside of you something of low value to be, to be transmuted into something of gold within you, something completely new and golden. So that's, that's the differences. And, and you hear very little about transmutation and most people don't even understand
1: it. Hopefully that helps. It does mean Mitch, how about you?
2: No. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot of nations that were in there, but, <laughs> 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 but I was trying to follow it and I did it. it Every little bit of it, each one is a different dynamic. I feel like that's pretty important, um, just to even know about and be
1: a part of. And uh, Bershava, you're right. He th- he says that very very well.
4: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I was just gonna say take something of lower value and turn in something of higher value. Yeah. But he gave you the whole explanation, <laughs> which
3: which is accurate. <laughs> I I just tend to be a little bit. Sometimes kind of more verbose, (laughs) more verbose than Barisava is, but, um, (laughs) you know, she's got strengths in, in other areas more so.
1: Well, the interesting thing is, is that you can even know the words like personal and business alchemy, alchemy and transmute your life. But if you don't have the steps to do it, if you don't have the teacher or the, or the coach to help you understand All of the things that you're going to go through, because I assume that this is a life changing process that takes time and effort and resilience to continue to uh, pursue it rather than do like I I was inspired by Rocky. I was so I became a boxer for three months until I got my head beat in. And that, and that, and I was no longer inspired by that movie. So inspiration doesn't cut it. Um, so, you know, it's important for us to recognize that we've got to you've got to get on a path and keep walking. We talked about this last time. Just keep walking.
3: Yeah, it's really one day, something. one step at a time.
4: One step. When, at
3: when a you're time. going through hell, just keep walking, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um it, and, and and I I love the rocky analogy because it's so applicable to today. You know, I can't tell you how many times when I speak people come up to me on stage and say, "I want to do what you do." And I, I, I smile and I shake their hand and I say, God bless you <laughs> inside. I think you haven't got a clue what it takes. You're seeing an hour of, of years and years and literally millions of dollars in study and practice and, and, and all the intricacies of running the business and the challenges that, that confront you. It's a, it, it's a really you know, consulting and coaching and speaking and quote public figure, which is a big Instagram thing, um, is, is an easy (laughs) thing to get into, but it's very hard to stay. It's very hard to stay
1: and you convinced me on the last episode that we did you convinced me that i don't think that i want to travel 250 days a year i don't think i want to be going to an airport to try and catch the flight that i'm about to be late for and having somebody chasing me down to ask me that question that's been burning on their on their heart for a long time and and you it's it's, it's hard to be famous isn't it well Brad Pitt said
3: and I'm not a fan, but I like this quote. He said, fame is a bitch. And, and it's, it's, it's pretty straight up, you know, isn't it fascinating though? And, and I talked to you last time we talked about how I had two choices in that moment, either be a jerk or, or be grateful and, and be humble and, and do what I could do to, to make this person feel special. And I, I chose the, the latter versus the former, but isn't it fascinating how many, how many celebrities, if you will, or public figures get angry when they're being pestered by the paparazzi or they're being pestered by fans. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's story upon story of people who hit these these camera people. I mean, wait a minute. You know, I I heard um, what's the his Ricky Martin once um, said, I just want to be left alone. And and I said, I didn't say, but I thought, Ricky, who created it? You know, I mean, you didn't think this through very clearly, did you? Uh, Because because every single one of these people who get angry about it created. And that's that's one of the things I talk about in my book, Harmonic Wealth, which you mentioned, Is I say, when you create an intention, you must also create the anti intention. And people say, What? what are you talking about? Well, we live, one of the laws of the universe, one of the hermetic laws of the universe is the law of polarity. And it means the law of polarity says every every good has a bad, every right has a wrong, every up has a down, every light has a dark, and they always come in equal pairs. And so if you're going to create an intention, then you need to, it's wise to ask yourself, okay, What's the dark side of this intention? Mm-hmm. If I get this and create this, what's the dark side, the downside of me getting this? Because when you clarify that and it comes, which it will, because that's physics. Every positron has an electron at the in the quantum d- domain. And you can't find a positron with a positive charge without an electron with a negative charge. You, they don't exist. They always come in equal pairs. And so now we come up to the third dimension, which is built upon the quantum realm. And it's the same It's the same process. So when you prepare yourself for that, let's call it dark side, downside, difficult side, then when it comes, you have a greater propensity, probability to be grateful and to go, oh, you know what? I'm getting stopped in the airport and I'm going to miss my flight. Isn't that wonderful? Because that proves to me that I'm getting what I asked for. <laughs>
1: Easier said than done. Yeah. I can only I can fortunately I can only imagine <clears throat> what it what it's like to have that happen. But but Mitch is a good looking a younger guy. I'm sure that happens to you all the time, Mitch, doesn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> not not quite, you know. It
2: depends on where I'm at, okay.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how many you, to you have?
3: Blunt of, of Kevin's jokes is that is that one with the purpose is here?
2: Yeah, that's all. I just come on just for Kevin just to throw some fire at. I just I'm over here deflecting things. It's, it's no big deal. It makes me stronger well, You
3: asked to be on the radio, Mitch.
2: So that's There's, the
3: dark side of what
1: you have for. Embrace There
2: it. we go. Kevin can be very dark too. So
1: I, I cannot. I, I have him. positive talk radio. I can't be dark, but <laughs> there's also negative talk radio that we don't. Yeah. Publish. <laughs>
0: that's,
1: that's on the other channel. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, speaking uh, Chuck, of speaking of which
1: of, of negative talk and stuff, there's a, there's a tremendous amount of, that going on right now what and i know that you, you're paying attention to it and this is this is for everybody and mitch i and i apologize if it i'm just trying to bring you into the conversation is all. oh you can all day long i'll take it kevin go ahead <laughs> and we just so you know we did a, a voiceover earlier and he did an excellent job with that he's he's, he's really good but but Thank in you. the in the grand scheme of things we're going through a really difficult time right now, and a lot of people are feeling that. With the and you know, I can go quote chapter and verse on the number of homeless people, the number of hungry people, the number of people that are dying by either uh, gunshots or uh, by uh, fentanyl and that kind of stuff. Does that do us any good? Shouldn't we be talking about the positive stuff and 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 how to live our lives a little bit better? Is that you know, or do we need to understand the negative to get to the positive?
3: It's a it's a really fascinating question. You you want to speak to that? I feel like I'm hogging all the airtime here.
4: No, I'm okay with you hogging all the airtime. I'm <laughs> like <laughs> Mitch.
3: <laughs> no, you're not. You were really talkative last time. <laughs>
4: Um, uh, you do have a great voice, by the way. Um, let's oh, see. I think. Um, yeah. See, we 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 have a thing where we say we you can't just paint a positive, uh, smiley face, and pretend like there's nothing wrong. It's it's good to be informed with mm-hmm. what's going on, but to be um, consumed with it. Uh, is not the right thing to do. To be informed is good, but to be consumed is not. Um, to be informed so that... See, it makes a difference. If you are informed with what's going on and you still have a positive outlook of saying, okay, everything that's bad that's going on, maybe it's all coming together uh, on a grander scale for something that's going to be really good for humanity. And each one of us, I think, has a responsibility to take a stand for what's right in, the, in our times right now. And that's why I think it's important to stay informed.
3: Totally I agree. agree. Yeah. If I, Go ahead, ahead, Kevin. You were well, going
4: to
1: say. I was going to say I totally agree with that because it's, it's, you, change will not come unless informed people are willing to stand up for what's right
4: you? yes yes absolutely
1: and
3: and until you're willing to take a stand you don't know what you stand for you you really don't until you're forced to take a stand you don't know what you stand for yeah. you can talk all day long and you know in the in the mm-hmm. personal performance personal development spiritual development realm there's a lot of people and and I used to be that guy, quite frankly, and I'm not that guy anymore. There's a lot of people who say, hey, don't watch media, don't watch the news, don't read those things, because they're all negative and they're gonna suck you down the drain. Well, I don't agree with that anymore because um I, I do agree with Bearsaba. You you have to be informed, but to be consumed or to be inundated is not smart. But you do have to be informed about what's going on, and the reality is, we're, we're, here's, here's the crisis we're dealing with, in, my, in our opinion, it's an existential crisis, it's, it's a crisis of meaning, mm-hmm. it's really an existential crisis, because we've lost our purpose and our meaning in today's world, we have knelt at the altar of money and materialism for so long, that God is almost non-existent, you know, um, one of the one of the highest advisors, um, Yuval Harari of the World Economic Forum, stated, quote, God is dead. It's just w- it's just taking a while to bury the body. Well, no, I'm sorry. God is not dead. Is he dead in the consciousness of a lot of people? Yes. And that's what I believe has caused the problems. We're having a massive cultural shift and what what bears our it, our primary objective is to create independent thinkers and cultural change and and we're in a big cultural shift right now where you know kids are confused everything is is confusing and it's happening at a faster and faster pace mm-hmm. and so here's the good news though if you've ever had a nightmare i know i have and and you Set up abrupt, abrupt in bed in a cold sweat, and you take a deep breath, and you're like, "Oh, thank God, that was a nightmare." But let's remember, it was the nightmare that woke you up. And if you follow the analogy, we're in a nightmare right now. In a, mm-hmm. from our in our culture, it is it's night it's nightmarish. It really is, and yet the nightmare is waking more people up. I look around. And I, we talk to people on a weekly basis, sometimes daily basis, and, and more and more people are going, wait a second, you know, wait a second, something's not right here. And, and we've gotten so far, you know, in technology, we've made massive leaps in our, in our principles and our virtues and our values and our morals. We've taken massive leaps in the wrong direction. (laughs) we've taken we've taken technological leaps you know forward we've taken moral leaps backwards and that's that's what's waking people up i Mm -hmm. i contend and that's what Bearsville and i are really
1: committed to i'm i'm with you because that that's exactly why this show exists is i want to wake people up and let them know that there is a better way we can do stuff differently and in fact uh we can do stuff right now like go to commercial break how about that <laughs> for a transition <laughs> um <the> so-, bill. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking with uh james arthur ray and bersama ray and uh we're going to continue this fascinating conversation uh, he is of course of the secret fame and has been on a lot of different, by the way, interviewing you is rather intimidating. I do have to say, but I take the challenge because your information is so awesome that I love having you on. So Thank you. Um, we need to take a break and we'll be right back. You're listening to positive talk radio. I hope on KKNW. We'll be right back. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second, I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we'll lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio.
4: When you want to say more than words, communicate. You can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington, is a NaturalDesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. a NaturalDesign.com at your fingertips today.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio, video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash hour-store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's create something great. and welcome back to positive talk radio my name is Kevin McDonald and Mitch Parfit is sitting over there by the way he also does a great voice so um, <laughs> if, you, if you want to hire us we're we're actually for sale no I'm kidding Well, I'm not it's, our voices they, are for sale our voice cool. thank you very much and we have uh, uh, James Arthur Ray and Bursva Ray with us today and you know we've spent a lot of time talking about, um with with the work that you guys are doing, but the one thing that we haven't talked about yet that I wanted to get to that is um bersaba, I understand that you've got some really cool gifts. Would you like to explain to our audience about your really cool
4: gifts sure let's see how do I explain this okay so I my okay, I think it runs in the family. I only say that because my mom does it too. Well, what she does is um, reads coffee, which is you could kind of say it's similar to reading tarot cards, like reading someone's fortune, but it's done through coffee. And she's always been able to access, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, spirits or energies outside of her. And this is something that I've run away from most of my childhood. One, because it scared the you know heck out of me. Uh, two, <laughs> I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And it's it's actually it's a lot to um, it's a lot to handle. And anyone who has a, a ability to do stuff like this. Can, they know what I'm talking about is that when everything is all coming in at once and you don't know how to direct it or yeah direct it or uh, hold it together it becomes really a chaotic world for you inside so fast forward I guess I once I did a lot of cleanup work in my own life and got myself to a place of be being able to be solid in myself then I started opening to the idea of okay maybe I'll, I'll pursue it I'll, I'll, I'll let it happen or type of thing and he James also was poking at me he's like just do it you can do this do it and we had another um, a friend of ours and she, she's actually a psychic. This is, you know, this was, yeah. Right. She's an intuitive psychic. You would call um, her that? Yes, absolutely. And she was Not tell- like
3: you though. She does. She, 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 does, she more does it of, differently. More of the predictive kind of.
4: Right. Things. She does more of the, let me tell you like what your future holds and stuff like that. And she was telling me, yeah, this is something that you have to do. And I'm in, to be honest, I thought about it and I said, I don't know what that means i don't know what that looks like i did not want to do it i still have a hard time doing it when i do it because just it wasn't something i said oh let me i want to do this so bad let me do this it wasn't like that she wasn't going pick me pick me pick me me, me. me." (laughs) no it was the last thing i ever want to do so I I said, okay, I will do it. And I will tell you, the first time I sat down and did it with a client who um, I was pretty comfortable with, he's our client for a few years, long time. And it just, it's something, it just, it just happened. I, I wasn't there, whatever happened, happened, it came through. And the process, it I guess you could say revealed itself to me and what I do here's So here's what I do. For example, someone comes to me and says, um, I have a hard time. Let me, let me see if I could use an example that I've worked on um, in in a relationship to, to be open in a relationship, Uh, you know, tender and loving and things like that. So the person comes to me and goes, I don't know what the problem is. I'm just not able to do this. So I say, okay. And I do pull um, cards every uh, session that I do. So then I will pull the cards. And depending on what the cards tell me, I, I start asking them questions. And then I find somehow where the issue is. And it's a meditative process. So I'll have them go inside. And I'll have them feel... OK, this, let's say, for example, I I can't be a tender, communicative person in a relationship. And I say, OK, well, what does that feel like? So you go inside and she's like, and I have them access that feeling. Once they access that feeling, then I take them through the process of I speak to their unconscious and then I take them back through their timeline. And this is where all the intuitive part comes in is where all of a sudden all the flashes of Where they need to go, I can guide them if they get lost or if they're unconscious of a a certain situation that happened to them in their life. We find that, let's say she was uh, five years old, uh, mom didn't love her, mom didn't hold her, so she never learned how to give tender affection. So I take her in that specific situation. Depend and have her uh, go through it so that she can see what exactly went wrong, what would what the learning was, and it's almost like a soul retrieval. So as soon as it clicks in, it's you, she's able to take that part of herself that she's left there, and it integrates with her, and then we come back to now. So then, what happens is like is in psychology they call it a gestalt this whole line, chain of events that has taken place because of this behavior that formed at five years old no longer exists. So it breaks the chain of command. And she can never look at the memory the same again. And she, and she'll, and she won't have that block. You just can't. It's, it's not possible because it's shifted for her inside so that
1: that makes that makes a world of sense and that's by the way if i give um if i give you my ex-wife's number (laughs) um, (laughs) you know just a thought um but but miss does that make sense to you
2: yeah, I mean, for being your ex-wife, you really do talk about her a lot. so.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, it
3: Sounds like years. you need to hire Bears sab- to help you work on yeah,
0: your I ex-wife. Think, yeah, yeah. I, you, I think you, know. you, you know. might be
1: right. You, you I think know. we
2: found you another client.
3: <laughs> you got some stuck
2: parts back there. Let somewhere.
4: it go.
2: <laughs> no, but it really does. <laughs> no, it does, it does make sense. It's actually pretty fascinating. I'm not as knowledgeable on some of these things. So I'm I'm very much soaking it all in. So that's that's really interesting. It's cool. I like it.
3: It's it's nice. very fascinating. She, you know, I my background is behavioral sciences and psychology, and what she does is an amalgamation of mysticism and solid psychological work, Gestalt therapy, and 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 yeah. um, Toltec, the Toltec tradition, Toltec, yep. which which we've both been schooled in talks about recapitulation the hindu tradition talks about recapitulation going back you know and a lot of spiritual circles you hear about soul retrieval and and so all these things are amalgamate into the bersaba paradigm if you will you know she it's not like i i don't know anyone literally and i know a lot of people i don't know anyone that does what she does in the way that that she does it
4: yeah but the coolest thing i'll tell you kevin is that i've noticed because i've i've had this james works with me and this type of work when you do it the because i've done also like with intuitives where they tell you your future and all of a sudden or they do energy work and you get this high right and then but afterwards it's like it's gone It, it tapers off But when you do like motivation, right, it's like motivation. But this type of work, when you when they do it and they and I make sure every there is not a session that goes by that, that they don't get what they came after your clients, my clients. Yeah. Once they they make that shift or that grab or that change, whatever it was that they needed to receive. They walk away with that for life. That's changed, which is it's something that's tangible. It's not going to go away, which is the coolest part out of the whole thing.
3: Yeah. And and two things to back it up from a psychological perspective. Psychology tells us that every single thing you do every day is driven. Ninety five percent of it is driven by your unconscious Mm. mind. 95% of what you do every single day is driven by your unconscious mind. So that means you're operating on 5%. You know, you're running a radio show and you're co-hosting on 5%. And there's 95% that's totally out of your awareness. And that's, that's sound psychology proven fact. Now, the other thing that is psychologically sound is that we know when you go back and you visit a memory, in psychology with new resources Mm -hmm. so so she took someone back to five years old who was maybe 33 and now it's inevitable that you have more resources more experiences more learnings at 33 than you did at five so you have new resources you have new perspectives you have different points of view and when you go back and visit memories with new resources you can never again. visit that memory again from the same perspective. It 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 literally trans transforms if not transmutes.
4: It's mind boggling. Even for me after the session. Whoa.
1: <laughs> it, it would be really interesting to sit in on a session that you do. Um if uh, somebody would like to do that, how do they get hold
4: of you? Um they could do it through J jam- <clears throat> excuse me, JamesRay dot com. Um just go to jamesray.com and in there I think in, in store maybe yes yeah, store
3: go to the and, store and
4: you could do intuitive uh healing is what it's called
1: you know and one of the things that you do and i was looking at your website which is called JamesRay.com, and one of the things is you like to demystify the mystical uh, if if you will so describe what that process is like
3: well i think i think bears just modeled it really well um to talk about soul retrieval for instance that's mm. that sounds pretty mystical yeah and but from a practical standpoint the process she walked you through step by step by step is really demystifying the mystical um, going back to our conversation around alchemy how many people have heard about alchemy oh yeah I'll turn base metal into gold sure right uh, but to demystify that is to is to tear it apart and to say this is what it really is stating. This is it's it's an analogy, it's a metaphor, but this is really what what's going on. Mm-hmm. And you know, the mystics are. I'll tell you, in my personal opinion, I love quantum physics. I've studied it for for over two decades, and I'm not a physicist, but I I knew that there was something valuable there for you and for me because the quantum field is the field of all creation. This entire third dimensional reality is built upon the quantum field. My point is, is that the the theoretical physicists, the quantum physicists in today's world are the mystics of the 21st century. They're now, quote, proving through quantum physical science what the mystics have said intuitively since antiquity. Mm. And so, so it's fascinating. It's a time where where mysticism and science are coming together and realizing that they're no longer in opposition. They're sister studies and they're both saying the same thing.
1: It's it's remarkable. What do you, looking into the future because that's where where we're going. Uh, what do you think of AI? What do you think of that, that whole process? Oh, um, you know, that's an hour show all by itself.
3: You know, <laughs> ai frightens me yes
4: it is. frankly
3: it frightens me i i think if if steve jobs would have known what the smartphone was going to do to humanity you know i didn't know steve jobs and i didn't really know him his his values and his virtues but i like he was a buddhist and i like to think that he had the highest values and virtues and morals i could be wrong Uh, but nonetheless if he would have known that it would morph our physiology, it would make it turn us into humped zombies walking around on the street, not looking at each other in the eye, going to dinner and not even having a conversation instead scrolling through our phone. Yeah. And, and the things that, that they have become is the smartphone a, a valuable tool. Yes and the problem is most people don't have discipline with how to use it. I would say it's the same thing with AI. Is there a possibility that AI can be highly valuable? Yes, all technology can be highly valuable, and in the wrong hands, it can be highly dangerous. When I hear about planting chips in people's brains and downloading information, that gets really frightening to me because if they can download, they yeah. can also delete. And, and so it, it just, God knows they can where
4: upload too. they
3: can upload. <laughs> yes. All of a sudden I have this, this deep need for chocolate chip ice cream and I've never liked ice cream in my entire <laughs> life. And I don't know what's going on. Well, you just got up uploaded bucko, you know, and for whatever Sky reason, net. um, <laughs> Hagen Dawes has, has access to your chip and and you are now doomed. I mean, and of course I'm being facetious, but, but nonetheless, it, it, it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing, particularly when you, when you can look out in the world right now. And if you aren't observing this yet, then, then wake up and take off the blinders because there's a lot of people in the world right now who would love to have more and more and more and more control and they want to propagate more and more and more fear and that's that's a great virus in our world is the virus of fear and and that virus is insidious and so anyway i'll, I'll back off my role it's a long answer to your question but i i think it's it needs to be very very well managed i i happen to really admire elon musk i i like to think he has the highest intentions and and you know i I always keep an open mind and hold on loosely Uh, but let's say elon musk it has the highest intentions he's not going to be around forever and he creates all this this new ai well who gets it after him
1: and what are they going to do with it Exactly. You know, an interesting story, there's a quarterback named Matt uh, Matthew Stafford. He plays for the Rams. I don't know if you're a football fan, but uh, this, is, trust me, this will be relevant. Um, and he was, his wife does a podcast. And so he was talking to her and he's 35 years old and he's, and he was saying, you know, I don't get it. I don't get the guys that I'm in the locker room with. And most of these guys are in their early twenties. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I can't communicate with them because it used to be that we'd be in the locker room and guys would play cards and they'd listen to music and play and, and, you know, do, do stunts on each other and stuff like that. Now these guys, they get out of practice. They're sitting there looking at their phones. They don't talk to each other. They don't talk to anybody other than looking at their phones. He can't communicate with them. And he's only 35. Mitch, are you finding that that, that is also a problem in, I hate to say it, your generation. That everybody is uh, uh, looking at their phones and not looking at each other anymore?
2: No, 100%. I mean, I'm going on a, a camping trip here in a couple of weeks. And I think one of the best things I love about this camping trip that I put on annually every year is there's no cell service there. So the only time you're using your phone is really to capture an, an awesome picture of a waterfall or something very nature. I like the detach it it also kind of correlates, James said something before we went to break and the word consumed and, you know, and that applies to so many things that we've talked about, you know, whether it's AI or there's a lot of these things happening in the world that are dark. And if we let these things, technology phones consume us there, there's a, we have a negative, you know, um, product of that. And you know they they can be great tools and they can use us for all these things and they can help us with a lot of things. But I think everything is moderation and balance. And I mean, sorry, a little bit of a, a tangent, but yeah, that's um, it's, it's it is a big problem. You know, you go places, and I'm trying to. I can't stand that. I walked into a place the other day, and I walked in, made it almost all the way through the store. I looked over right when I walked in. The guy that was sitting up at the cash register was on his phone watching a video. And I mean, I'd been, I could have robbed the place and he wouldn't even have known. And he's like, Hey, welcome. What's going on? And I'm like, Hey, I'm here. (laughs) And then he came out, you know, then he was like, Oh man. It's like, he was so just zoned in. And it's like, there's so many different parts in the way, you know, going to dinner, whether we're going in shopping somewhere or with family or we're at home. Big problem. I think. Yeah. I'm, I try to try to get off of it. I do get sucked in it sometimes, but I try to, I try to recognize it and be like, all right, (laughs) no phone, turn it off, whatever it may be going for a walk,
3: going on a hike, something like that.
1: Yeah. Go ahead.
3: If I may, if you'll humor me, I, 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 can riff on this one for a while, but a couple of things that, that I'll, I'll, I'll build off of what Mitch was saying is you know going on the camping trip i i can't tell you how many times i've seen so-called influencers um, some of them in the personal development arena <laughs> with their phone going look here i am in hawaii enjoying the beach and this beautiful pool No, you're not enjoying the beach. You're showing it to everyone else. If you were enjoying the beach, you wouldn't be taking films of it and posting it on social media. Okay, there's my point one. Second point is that I can't tell you. And, Mitch, I I don't know what generation you're part of. Probably, Probably millennial, I would guess. Yeah, yeah. God bless you. Um, yeah. And and so you know, um, I'm half. Millennial. She's half. She's half Gen X and half millennial. So she's. I don't half even know what about. that means.
2: But continue.
3: She, she's half fluffy and and the other half is pissed about it. Um, Gen X pissed off about it, but because they're pissed about everything, you know, they came up with grunge rock. But nonetheless, um, um, my point is, research upon research is proving that the younger generations, the millennials, but even more so the Z's, can't communicate. They're now, you know, corporations are having problems hiring them because, number one, they get hired and then they ghost and they never show up. They get hired, but they don't show up and they don't call, they don't show up. But if they do show up, they don't have any eye contact. Because they've spent their entire lives saving the universe on on a on a Game Boy or whatever. I see, I'm I'm so out of tune, or, or whatever <laughs> Xbox, Xbox, you know. Um, and and they
4: Nintendo. don't
3: <laughs> Nintendo. They don't have any connection um, with with other people. And Bershad and I work with with clients who are younger. They can't put together a sentence without using the word like at least three times in every sentence you know i was like looking at this and like i was really feeling like okay wait a second and then the other great word dude oh okay i mean (laughs) what (laughs) i I just knew
1: and what are you trying to be a surfer I just I just have to t- t- tell you, hey, dude, I really like this episode, but I, we're, unfortunately, we're going to have to we're going to have to go and because Eric's going to turn it off. But I wanted to make sure <laughs> JamesRay.com dot com is where you go and find out all about him. And I want to thank both of you for being here. It's been thank a lot you. of fun. Mitch, you are awesome. And uh, thank you. I'd like to thank all of you. And Mitch, would you like to take us off out of the show?
2: Sure thing. All right, you guys, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW 1150. And remember, be kind to one another because one another is all we've got.